Okay. Five. Four. Four. Oh. I three. thought I was supposed to count the opposite. Like, you go five. Three? I go four. You say three. I go two. You do One. Hi, I'm Isaac. And I'm Nadia. And welcome to the table where everyone gets to take a seat. Yes. So, Nadia. We are doing back-to-back episodes because... Because we just don't get enough time together. We don't get enough time with our listeners. All we do is give. Yes, all we do is give. (laughs) And also, it's Labor Day weekend this coming weekend, and we're trying to, like, actually take a break. Yeah, a real break where I'm, like, actively not doing anything, and y'all cannot contact me because I won't make myself available. And mine's really more like, I will be available to be contacted, but I'm going to use some pretty harsh boundary setting (laughs) to make sure that I'm not responding to emails, even if I might just check them out and read them. Like, I don't know. I have a problem. (laughs) But... I'm going to try to take the weekend off. I'm like, do my best. No, we have to. I think Labor Day weekend (laughs) is literally meant for people to not do labor on the weekend. And so we actively have to choose not to do it. But you know that I'm not good at not working on the weekend. Like working on the weekend is, it's almost like, oh, yes, I have the weekend to take a break and that I'm going to sleep in and I'll probably like spend more time at home. Mm Mm-hmm. But now I have some extra time to do some work. Like, it's like, oh, now I can catch my breath so I can work. Like, I feel like that's really messed up. Like, how are we so busy during the week that we feel like we need to reserve the weekend for work? No, and that's the problem. I feel like that's a bigger conversation about productivity that I think uh, we could get into at a later episode. But Mm. we're not going to do it now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I'm like, I feel like I could talk about it for hours. And I just don't. I think we need to, like, pinpoint and narrow it down. Right. Because we already have an agenda. Sure, we we do. Which is. So, like, (laughs) Nadia, what's your biggest fear? I feel like I don't know this about you, and I feel like I need to know. Just in case. That was a really, really swift (laughs) topic change. And I wasn't ready to go there with you. My biggest fear. Is this? Okay, my biggest fear. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not that scared of shit. Mm. I think I'm really not. I actually realized this about myself. I have it's so funny because as somebody who has like really high anxiety, you think I'd have more fears. Yeah. Um, I would say my biggest fear is like crumpling under the pressures of capitalism. <laughs> Yo. Because I'm just being realistic about what would get me. Like I could fear like, you know, like a stalker. I could fear like a mm. murderer. I could fear a lot of things, but I'm like Y'all probably won't get me. I, I don't know. I'm, pretty, I'm like, I like hard to nail down. I'm pretty busy. I'm also really active. I've got to like bomb security system. Like y'all are probably not going to get me. Okay. True. But like the pressure that I put on myself to overproduce, that could get me. That could That's get me. Real. It could bite me in the ass. I'm a, I'm an overcommitter even outside of work, friend stuff, like an overcommitter. Yeah. And I feel like that my biggest fear is that I'm just going to, like, wake up one day and be like, where'd my life go? Because I've been working that whole time. Mm, That's real. And I really hope that doesn't happen. I really hope that doesn't happen to you. Also, like, natural disasters. (laughs) (laughs) I love the monologue you just went through to then say, I am terrified of natural disasters. We can't stop them. I mean, this earthquake that's going to take out Seattle... I need to be gone by then. I, you know, and I'm also one of those people. Like, I have some friends who like to plan for disasters. Mary Beth, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she has, she's ready, and she like researches stuff. And I'm just the person who's like, if it comes, let it take me. And it's not even that like I'm not scared. Of course I'm scared, but I'm just like, what am I gonna do 
to Mm-mm. fight an earthquake or like a hurricane or like a tornado. Like I can't fight them. I feel like I've watched <laughs> enough Sharknado that mm-hmm. I know how to take out a tornado. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. That seems like promising for you. Yeah. But like, what, are you going to rescue me in that process? I got or? you. All right. Well, then I guess I don't have to be afraid anymore. Yeah. We're going to be good um, for tornadoes. That's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> the only one. Hurricanes? Mm-mm. No. Mm-hmm. The eye of the storm, I could try and keep us in the eye the whole time. But like, knowing myself, we don't move that fast. <laughs> <laughs> but what about you? What's your biggest fear? It's weird that I don't know that I had, Like, I had to think about this because I was like, I'm afraid of a lot of things. Like, mm. the opposite of, like, my anxiety makes me afraid of everything. Mm. Like, if there's, like, if it's too dark outside and I hear a noise, I'm convinced it's a murderer. Like, I am very convinced that they have found me and they are ready to take me out. Nah, there's no reason for it. And there's, <laughs> I love like, just like it just doesn't. It's not logical. It's not Why logical. would they come for you? They would exactly. Why wouldn't they come for me? And then like the day that they come for me, I'm gonna be like, I knew Nadia. I'd be like, they were, like and then I'll just be saying they were just jealous. <laughs> <laughs> He's living a fabulous life. Like it, it would. That'll be the only thing that comes together for me. I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. But they were just jealous. <laughs> oh no. So yeah. So I am deathly, fear. deathly afraid. Of spiders and also Seriously? drowning. Okay, yeah. spiders and drowning are very different. Spiders, that's absurd. No, I know some of them can like bite you mm-hmm. and like you know it could like my sister, my little sister Nikita has gone through some interesting spider bites like a couple of times. Like when she was a kid, it would like they like bit her and then her whole arm would swell up and then like the red was like traveling up her arm. We had to take her to the hospital two times um, for two different spiders. But, like, nope. I don't know. Spiders don't bother me. I'm usually the person in the house who kills the spider. I, oh, yeah. I, I swiftly know. kill a spider. Like, it's it not. But it was, like, one of those things where people are like, oh, no, we're in their habitat. You just need to put them back outside. I'm like, fuck the outside. No, nah, I mean, they came into fuck my habitat. Home. Right. They got to go. They have to get out. They have to get out. By any yeah. means necessary. Yeah, and I kill them. Um, so spiders, like, take me out. And I think because I've had, like, the same situation where there's been a bad spider bite and, like, my arm swelled up mm-hmm. and they were like talking about amputating my arm because they thought that was the only answer rather than just giving me fucking antibiotics. Yeah, that seems a little bit rash. <laughs> and so like I was like irrationally afraid of spiders and I think I still yeah, am. I feel like rationally it still should be there. Drowning, I'm just like, it's the same thing. Like if there is a natural disaster and there's some situation drown. where I am stuck in some water. Yeah. And, like, I can't get out. I would hate everything. Like, I'd be like, this is some bullshit. I think everybody would feel that way, though. Uh, I just, yeah. But can you swim? Mm, I can't swim well. Okay. So, like, that's the thing. Like, I am also, I would I would also be afraid of drowning, but I'm never going to put myself in the position to drown. But every time you fly <laughs> over a body of water, you're putting yourself in the position to drown. Listen, planes don't go down all that often. I feel mm. like there's a better chance I'll get into a car accident when oh. I'm sitting in the back of an Uber because people are not that responsible drivers. <laughs> like, oh, no. I, like, I could fear, I could even fear plane crashes, but I'm also like, I don't think so. I just don't mm. think it's in the cards for me. Like... Yeah. I'm more afraid that I'm not going to look both ways. I'm going to get hit by a bus when I walk across the street. Because, you know, I'd be careless when I walk across the street. And uh, I'm also throwing myself in front of buses so that they stop so I don't miss them. So that is also... Uh, but then I guess I don't have the fear. <laughs> <laughs> if you're throwing yourself in front of the bus, you're not really fearful of the bus. No, because I got to get on that bus. I have a, <laughs> I have to make it to my meetings on time. No, we also have to make it to... What's that? Our agenda for the day. So are you saying that we should stop talking about our fears? Yeah. I. <laughs> <laughs> so we have three segments. 
We do. Yes, the first one, dig in, topic of the day. Absolutely. What are we talking about today, Nadia? Listen, I haven't read through the full agenda. <laughs> <laughs> and I honestly don't appreciate that you put me on full blast. <laughs> but what are we talking about, Isaac? You know, we're talking about <laughs> memes. Ooh. And the way that memes have backstories yes. that we don't really talk about. No, we don't even think about them really. Not we very really many don't. people. No. And I feel like we should. Yeah. We so, should. We should. We're going to dive into that. Today. Yes, for sure. We're going to dig in. And then we're going to say, who made the chicken sandwich? Love chicken sandwiches. Which is going to tie <laughs> into the meme. But have you possibly had the Popeye's chicken sandwich? No. We'll talk more about it later. And then... <laughs> And then can I get a to-go plate? It says, can I get a to-go plate <laughs> on this agenda? I don't know what happened. Can I get I don't a to-go plate? It kind of looks like, no, 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 no. Let's not go down. It kind of looks like Colgate. I love Colgate. It's good toothpaste. Really good toothpaste. Yeah. They're also like, I think they're somewhere in the Disney like franchise. Like Disney owns everything. They're Colgate and... Hills Pet Nutrition are part of Mar- Mars. Mars? Mm. I don't know. My dad used to work for Hills Pet Nutrition Science Diet, and that mm-hmm. was connected to Colgate because we got hella like free Colgate <laughs> products like all the time. <laughs> so they belong to the same company. I don't know what that the larger is it Mars? I Can't don't know. be. Because that was, no, it wasn't the same company. You're thinking real hard about this. Listen, I slept for like three hours last night. I'm (laughs) tired. (laughs) Point is, can I get a to-go late? (laughs) (laughs) It's about wrapping up the episode. We wrap it up. We get some flowers. We get some flowers. We talk about Daniel's bomb-ass outfits. Always. And today is a shocker. But we're not going to talk about that yet. Because I don't want to give it away. Fish has secrets. (laughs) So, Nadia. Yes, Isaac. Have you had the Popeye sandwich? I feel like we talked about this earlier. We did. And I said no. Okay, does that mean... Have you had... The Popeye's chicken sandwich. I have it, but let's talk about how I tried. You tried? <laughs> I tried real hard. Why would you try when you know that it was going to be hella busy? Josh has never had Popeye's. I haven't. No, that's what? not true. I've had I Popeye's. was like, yes, you have. We've had this conversation yes, I've had, I've before. Had Popeye's. I've had Popeye's. <laughs> I would like to retract the earlier statement that I made. Thank you. Yep. So, Josh has never had Popeye's. All right, like... At least he has like not heard about the Popeye's chicken sandwich because like he's never know, heard of it. You know, I mean, Josh is pretty... Josh doesn't really get into social media, and okay. then he's also like white, so it's like not connected to like Black Twitter, which is like going up for this chicken sandwich, which like the whole world should be going up for the chicken sandwich, yeah. but he just doesn't engage. Black Twitter is very different from the rest of the world, right? So he was like, "Okay, what's this chicken sandwich about?" I was like, mm-hmm. "Josh, we have to go get it." He was like, I, I just don't. I was like, I'm driving to Everett. We're going to get this chicken sandwich. You, went, you were going to go to Everett, too. Do you know the closest Popeyes is, like, in Burien? Really? Seattle does not care about us. First and foremost. <laughs> we didn't need Popeyes to let us know that. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't care about but us. But that's really actually very surprising, considering yeah. how many fast food places are within Seattle city limits. But Popeyes is not in one of Burien them. It's in Burien and Everett. Yeah. Like, those are the closest locations. Maybe Bellevue might have one. 
potentially. But it's like <laughs> potentially, but so also it seems like it wouldn't. Like Bellevue doesn't seem like a Popeyes nah, location. You'd have to go more north. Yeah. Right? So anyway, regardless, we went to Everett. We were in the line, Uh-oh. like in the drive-thru. No. There here comes this, like, probably the manager of this Popeyes walks out. She goes, roll down the window. She goes, we out of the chicken sandwich. I said, oh. <laughs> That's a proper okay. response. Oh. She said, you could come back at five. What time were you there? It was one nope. thirty-two. No one's coming back at five for a chicken sandwich. I was pissed, so we went to. Taco Did you guys Bell. get anything else? Oh, you went to Taco Bell. You took yeah. your business somewhere. Somewhere else. Somewhere else. Wait. So then, if they were out of the chicken sandwich, what was holding up the line? The chicken sandwich, because everybody got out the line the moment they heard oh, that the chicken so sandwich was out. she was just was like out. she was letting people know so that they could excuse themselves. Yeah, and everybody left. Damn, but you know, Popeyes has other things. Nope, not the chicken sandwich. <laughs> I don't know. I would have eaten some Popeyes. I'm real hungry. (laughs) Like, especially if I saw other people leaving the line, I'd be like, "Good, let me get some chicken Mm -mm. for the road." Been traveling. My next question is: Mm. If we didn't have the chicken sandwich, do we still have our black cards? Yes. Okay. Because I don't know. I you know what? I respect anybody who wanted the chicken sandwich that bad, (laughs) but me knowing myself and my impatience. And my disdain for lines and waiting. <laughs> like, these are the things that if I, like, if I have free time, these are the things I do not want to do. Yeah. So I was not going to spend my weekend in line for a chicken sandwich. Now, will I eat the chicken sandwich eventually? Of course. Of course. I'm That's always going to want the chicken sandwich. I want it right now. Big but nerd. because we haven't got, I think we were just being smart about it. Well, I don't know about you. You went to- <laughs> Are you coming after me? No. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, I just feel like you drove all the way to Everett knowing good and well that there was going to be a line mm. to share with your white <laughs> boyfriend. I almost called him your little friend. <laughs> that to have Popeyes, like of all days to show him Popeyes, you could have picked a better day. Nah. You could have picked a better day. Nah. No, wait. I'm now... lying. I'm totally lying. We had about? Popeyes already. We just haven't had the chicken sandwich. You just changed the course of that entire It story. doesn't matter because the chicken sandwich is important. That's what we're trying to get at. So, you're sa- so is, your, is your stance, this is, we're doing a debate today. <laughs> is your stance that we, do, we lost our black cards because we didn't get chicken sandwiches yet? I just really feel like. I should have had the chicken sandwich. By I know now. lots of black people who haven't had the chicken sandwich yet. Who? <laughs> <laughs> when I said lots, <laughs> that was more like a guesstimate. <laughs> I know Kia hasn't had the chicken sandwich. I know E hasn't had it because we were having a conversation about it before I left to come here. Right. Yeah. I feel like if our roommates haven't had the chicken sandwich, we're not alone. This is true. And it's probably indicative that other people have not had the chicken sandwich even if they are black so anyway the reason <laughs> i bring this up <laughs> all right yeah let's get to the point is let's dig because in. there was a meme going around saw the meme with the black woman who is working at popeyes assumably a woman who's working at popeyes who's sitting out on her break mm-hmm. and people are talking about when you're working like it's like super funny like when you think about it in the context of this chicken sandwich and how crazy which chicken sandwich has, like, America. Because, like, at the end of the day, Black Twitter was popping about it, but yeah. America is tripping when yeah. it comes to this chicken sandwich. Like, 
why they were releasing the like recipe for this chicken sandwich it's because everybody is going in waves to get this chicken sandwich and people are trying to be like it's not that good though look is at the it recipe not that good? i mean it's not healthy for you but like but what fast food is right like that point is not even i don't even understand why that's relevant Anyway, so... Did we think Popeye's was going to come out with a healthy chicken sandwich? After nah. everything that they've come out with, they were like, let's try this uh, gluten-free, organic, uh, that's all I got, grass-fed chicken who f- roams freely in my backyard, and we know them because we got to know all of our food. I'm feeling really cynical right now. <laughs> no, but in real life, it's like, this is from Louisiana. Yeah, it's this is Popeye's like, Louisiana chicken. What um, place in Louisiana has a corn-fed chicken? But does it taste who, good? Is the of real course, question. It tastes real good. Isn't there supposed it to be so because it's like the rivalry between Chick Fil A and Popeye's because Chick Fil A has a really good chicken sandwich, right? And it does. Yeah, <laughs> I'm this like, is very true. I I, I don't like Chick Fil A, but that sandwich it's pretty good. It's a pretty good sandwich. Pretty good I haven't sandwich. had it since college, but I think about it often. Mm. Know what I miss? <laughs> I know this is not the topic at all. No, we're but still you know what I in. miss? What's that? Raisin Cane's chicken sandwich. Did you ever I've have that? I've never one? had Raisin Cane's. That's one thing we I've never had. We need to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, people are like, <laughs> this, so there's, let's, let me break it down for you. Please. I, I'm a connoisseur of chicken fast food. Wait. And before we get too deep into it, have you had a chicken sandwich at Rachel's Ginger Beer? Yes. And, uh, and what are your thoughts? I I've, mean, had, I've had chicken there. I haven't had their chicken sandwich, but I've heard their chicken sandwich is pretty good. It's <laughs> above Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich for sure. That is information that I needed. Better seasoned. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yes. Considering... The location. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So, (laughs) we have our chain of fast food chicken joints. Yes, we do. Mm Chick-fil-A. Great service. Has bomb lemonade. Yeah, yeah. Chicken subpar. Chicken subpar. I'm not even that big of a fan of their waffle fries. Right. Like, could do without. Could do without. But the service, impeccable. But the company, trash. 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 Service, impeccable. Yeah, yeah. Wild times. It's very confusing. We have Popeye's. Yes, we do. New Orleans. New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Based in Louisiana. That's right. Has a black woman who does the commercials. She seems nice. I trust her. I like black women. Yes. (laughs) Chicken, better than most chickens. Definitely better than most chickens. KFC. The Colonel. Colonel Sanders. (laughs) The Colonel. I know that guy. Might be my cousin. Could be. Could be the slave master that, like, enslaved my family. We have questions. We do. But chicken's bad. The chicken definitely makes you feel worse after you eat it. It's real bad. It's like eating like the Taco Bell version of chicken. Like it's going like it like tastes kind of yeah, okay it's when like, you're going down. I like that you said the Taco Bell version because you like eat it and while you're eating, you're like, I can do that. You're kind of like smiling. You're like, oh, I got my chicken. Mm-hmm. Like you're feeling a little bit good. Yeah. And as you eat it, your body <laughs> feels a little bit worse until it feels a little bit worse until it's not good. It's not yeah. good. Your whole you're like it feels like there's oil in your pores. Exactly. Yeah, that's KFC. Right, right, right. Yeah. We got Bojangles. <laughs> Bojangles is an East Coast chicken joint. You can only get Bojangles if you are on the East Coast of America. Bojangles is bomb as the fuck. I've never been to Bojangles. Bojangles. I didn't even really know that it was a place <laughs> until you said it. And it <laughs> we got Bojangles. <laughs> I stand by I want to go there. We have to go together. It'll be a great yeah, time. Yeah, it seems like a good idea. Bojangles. I like Bojangles chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have Zaxby's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Zaxby's bomb. There's one in Lawrence. Yes. Like, 
on the west side of town. On the west side of town, right next to Free State. Do people patron this chicken shop? Of course they do. I just didn't know that it was like a thing. I've never been there. Zaxby's is more southern. Oh. It is. Like, you can get all of the things that you get at, like... Popeyes, mm-hmm. but it's like boneless usually, and it has like more variety I don't like of things. Boneless things. I do. It's not real. Okay, but it don't make so any bomb. sense to me because you know Nigerians like their bones. This is true. I love it. It's like my favorite part of the chicken. It's like it's it's got the nutrients. It's mm. like a little some. It's a little something to chew on. That's fair. It's a little something to chew on. <laughs> so they have like boneless things, and mm-hmm. so it's like very similar to Slim Chickens, mm-hmm. which is another joint. <laughs> That is also chicken related. I would like to be clear that within the past like two years, Lawrence got all of the chicken. They got all of them. That was that's what's weird to me is like whenever I go back to Lawrence, I'm like, there's another chicken place, and it's great. It gives me joy. It's not a bad thing. Okay. And then Mm -hmm. to round it all off, please raisin canes. This is how we got here. This is why we got here. (laughs) Now raisin canes, one. I have no idea where it came from. I just know that I was in Tulsa, Oklahoma one time. Okay. For four years. <laughs> one time? Just this one time. For four years. Four years. I was in college. <laughs> the child, baby Isaac. Yes. At Raising Cane's. At Raising Cane's. Mm-hmm. We went. I was like, Ugh, it's another chicken joint, whatever. It's probably not good. I went to Raising Cane's. I was like, one, bread bomb. How is your bread better than and your just chicken? regular bread? The bread is buttered to the gods. I love me some buttered bread. It's bomb. <laughs> it's like garlic adjacent. Like I don't know what they garlic put on this adjacent. damn bread. I don't know what it puts. Is on there this garlic bread. on it? I don't think so. What's adjacent to garlic? Is my question. Bomb. Somebody give us the answer. Dot com. I don't think there's anything better than garlic. How can it be garlic adjacent? I'm just confused. Okay, it's good. Let's get past the bread. Let's, Let's get move to the past chicken. the bread. So then you have the chicken. <laughs> Let's get to the chicken. The chicken are all chicken fingers. So, I mean, like, big-ass pieces, like, but still called chicken fingers. You know, like... How many do you get? At, like, how many is, like, you can small get order? Two. Or, like, you get two? You can get three. You can get four. You can get eight. Do they give me a max? <laughs> the max is 12. <laughs> what if I ordered two orders of 12? <laughs> That's 24. I can do math. Do they do they stop me? Nah, you can cater. Who gonna stop me? Who gonna stop me now? <laughs> Not raisin canes. I wish canes. we had raisin canes right now. I would die to have some raisin canes right now. What it's other things? It's so good. How, tell me about the service. Coleslaw. <laughs> French fries. Tell me about the service. Is it good? Hush puppies. Love me some hush puppies. All the food. The people there, nice. Oh, uh, they would be. Just nice people. Nice people. They have bomb lemonade also. Oh. Sweet tea. Impeccable. <laughs> the I I don't know. I feel like for the rest of all episodes of all time, I'm just gonna have Isaac review different places. <laughs> As iced tea, impeccable. <laughs> like it makes me want to get some iced tea right now. I don't even fuck with iced tea like that. I just feel like that would be something that I want. You know, it's just like, and I want to take a little sip, and I want to be like, impeccable. Yes. <laughs> While I'm is. eating my 24 chicken fingers. Because a bitch likes to have two of the max order. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Those are all of the chicken joints that I have experienced. Mm-hmm. If you want to give us more reviews of chicken joints. You feel free. Feel free we to have let some. Us know. We have some for Seattle, but it's not like, it's not like. Yeah. We can't like, it's not like 
national enough to be like, oh, these are our views of these chicken places. Right, it's but they're like, still bomb as fuck. There's still some good ones. I am a connoisseur of good chicken. I love chicken. It's wild. I love chicken. It is good. Point is, memes. Yes. So let's get into it. We have to get into it quickly because I took so much time. <laughs> but I think our listeners appreciated the chicken breakdown. Breakdown. And at least they know where we're coming from as exactly. we approach the subject of memes and what's behind the story behind the memes right, right, right. and the chicken. Exactly. So <laughs> what happened was, I don't know what happened to this black woman that yeah. had her like in this picture yeah. or anything like that. But like we were all like using it as a joke of like this is like all the like workers that are experiencing this. And like I don't know about you, but I feel really uncomfortable when there is like a black woman who like visibly like looks uncomfortable and we're using it as a joke. And I feel like as a society and as like a like social media community, a lot of the memes that we end up using are of black women in pain. It's definitely of black women. It's definitely of black women and it's of black women expressing emotion in general in general yeah right i think that all like our some of our best memes that we share Mm -hmm. are black women and like i mean i'm just thinking of like some of the most popular ones like it's like nini leaks of course we love her (laughs) (laughs) but it's just like a black woman just being expressive. Like, mm-hmm. it really is. Like, when we really think about it, it's like, yes, some of these things are funny, but we're also just being expressive. Exactly. Um, And then, like, basically, people make caricatures out of black women. Very right. similar to a long line of history where they would do this to black women to denigrate black people. Exactly. So, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty much problematic as shit. <laughs> And wow, so, it just took me a little bit to get here, but yeah, damn. It's it's like a it's a ride. <laughs> it's a full ride, right? I wasn't ready. Like we continuously perpetuate this like idea of like True. pain. And like I know like the reason why we don't like care for Tyler Perry is because he like perpetuates this like black woman, like in pain narrative. We know this. Dear white people laid it all the fucking way out. Yeah. Was just like, why does Tyler Perry have to be in a mammy black suit? Like why does he have to like always tell stories about black women in pain when he is a black man who like has been through some shit, but like going off the stories of his like family members of women and that's what he like gains money off of, right? Yeah. But then we continuously do this over and over again and nobody holds anybody accountable. And so I just wanted to name it and bring it forward because we do this all the time. Like, I'm thinking of Little Mama and that picture of her, like, crying on The Breakfast Club. And, like, mm. everybody was using that for a very long period of time. And then she, like, rewrote the narrative and made a whole entire rap song about it that you can find on YouTube about, like, what was going on that like that scene when she was literally right. talking about, like, her mother being sick or somebody right. dying in her right. family. And we were so like, ooh, let's take this really cute clip. And, like, exploit this person's pain because we find it funny. I mean, yes. And I feel like, like, social media and just being in the digital world, I feel like it's just a lot of people exploiting other people. The whole time. (laughs) Like, exploiting, I mean, especially in the case of this particular meme, this particular meme of this Popeye's worker, that was clearly a private moment. Exactly. Like... Can you imagine? Like, I feel like, okay, let's like, let's all like take a step back and think about our private moments at work. Mm-hmm. When you're having a shitty ass day. For almost always, <laughs> a small, stupid, 
insignificant reason that like we all honestly should take a step back and be like, should we really care this much about it? And we shouldn't. Mm-hmm. It's almost for that reason that you're having like a shitty ass day. So you need your private moment to like collect yourself, to get through it, to whatever you need to do, whatever you need to get through that moment. And it's like, do you want people to take a picture of you and then create a whole meme out of that that goes mm-hmm. viral? And then it's just like you, you experiencing like your lows at work because like I sure as hell do not. Right. I sure as hell do not. And like, even though like, I don't know, this chicken sandwich situation is pretty pretty silly like like the fact that i don't know i mean we get we go crazy over the craziest things i mean we do go crazy over chicken we just spent like 20 minutes talking about your favorite chicken places we go crazy over chicken we lost it we love it (laughs) we love it everybody does everybody does vegetarians vegans removed um but, but like also at some time, y'all, y'all be making y'all chicken be eating substitutes. Fake chicken. You love okay. chicken. Stop telling us you don't love chicken. I'm done with all these niggas telling me that they don't like chicken. Let's talk about it. Y'all love it, okay? But it's just like, yes, it's funny. Like it's like, oh wow, like all all of this over a chicken sandwich, and <laughs> the people who have to support our consumption right. of all of this like really shitty for us food that's delicious. Like they have to work on their feet for way more hours than they should have to making way less money than they should be making to barely make any of their bills to be working probably several other jobs Mm because black women work way too fucking hard because we're not given very much. And and also wasn't this circulating? I'm pretty sure because I think I read something about this was circulating on Thursday, right? Black women's equal pay day. Exactly. Black women (laughs) on August 22nd. Mm-mm. Finally, Speak on it. finally Speak on it, Nadia. caught up to what white men make. So what white men made in 2018 is what black women just finally caught up to last week on Thursday. We are past the halfway mark in 2019. And black women just caught up. And uh, Native and Latinx folks make even less. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's like 58 and 53 cents. Specifically women. Women. Yeah, women. specifically women. Uh, it's like, you're you're trying to put us through even more shit <laughs> after suffering just to make shitty pay. And y'all are going to take photos of us and then circulate that shit and exploit our pain. I just don't... Right. I don't know. And we're all consuming it, though. That's the thing. We're all consuming it. There's a reason it was circulating, right? So there's, exactly. there's part of, we, we have to be held accountable for that shit, too. We do. And I think I think that was really important and was, like, what I was seeing. Mm-hmm. And, like, at least in my Twitter feed was people being, like, I don't feel comfortable with this. This is, like, mm-hmm. really shitty. Mm-hmm. We don't like this. But at the end of the day, like, our scope and, like, who we interact with are only a small, like, subsect of what's going on in black Twitter, but even larger in Twitter in general and in society in general. Right. And I think it's really important to have this conversation now because, like, we are moving into this, like, digital age where all of us... We are well past to move into digital age. Yeah, we're, like, deep, deep, deep into this digital age. It's the reason we're all fucking anxious and depressed. (laughs) That's why, like, Gen X, and not even Gen X, like, millennials are feeding other millennials, like, memes, and that's the only way that we can get over our depression. Yeah, Yeah, we're just, we're we're using memes of people in pain to get through our pain. Right. Through memes. Because it's the only answer, right? (laughs) Memes is the only goal. Right, it's like all these Facebook statuses are like, I'm down, post your favorite memes below. Right. Or, like, if you have cute (laughs) pictures of your puppies, 
Yeah, that stuff doesn't get me going. It doesn't get but me that's going. That's just because I don't. A good like self-deprecating meme. Yeah, I like can a funny meme or you know like on. a gif. I, I'm in it. I'm, I'm here always, for I'm it. Deep, deep in it. I just be like looking at it, commenting, right, <laughs> asking for more, give me more. But like, what is too far? Like, I feel like mm. at some point, like there needs to be some kind of like meme etiquette of like. Have you asked this person if we can use their content? Are they getting paid for all of this circulation? No. Like, what is happening to make this person be, like, reimbursed for the bullshit that you're making fun of? Like, because I would like to be reimbursed for the bullshit I go through. I like to get paid for my, like, face circulating around the internet for some stupid shit. Like, because you don't know the backstory. You don't know. Like, it's interesting because we don't know what that person was going through in that moment, on that day, in the context of their life. Like, we really, really don't know. And for us to take that and... I don't know. But also, yeah, it it was... It's a weird meme. Like, it makes me uncomfortable. And I think that, yes, we have a small group of friends who understand that it's a pretty fucked up thing to share. Like, why are we exploiting another black woman, essentially? But yes, we're a small... We're a small, like, bubble of a larger group of black people who are not going to stop and think like, oh, like, is this is this problematic as fuck? Yes, it is. They're not going to think about because we're just in the meme sharing culture. And then like, I mean, how do we like how do we even put an end to that kind of shit? Like, how do you like? I don't even know. I feel like we've gone too far because there's always like there's always that question, like what what is too far? But I feel like we all do what is too far on everything. (laughs) Like, that conversation could be for every subject. What is too far? It's always too far. It's like when we were, t- we had a discussion on the podcast about um, artists, about musicians. Oh, yes. And, like, wasn't it, um, what's the, what's that guy? What's that? Uh, Bryson Tiller. Uh, and, like, how people will tweet at him and be like, go through a breakup so we can get good music. Like, exactly. That's too far, right? <laughs> like, I think most of us, most healthy people can recognize that's too far. So, like, there are so many different categories of too far and, yeah, we just be surpassing them every day. But the thing is, it's like, <laughs> why are people acting like this? Like, what is causing? They always them to... have. Mm. <laughs> like, we've always exploited know. black women. This is fair. We've when always we exploited not? black women. But it's just we... showing up in different ways. And I think also, like, with social media, we have access to people in a way that we've never had before. And so, mm-hmm. therefore, we're just exploiting strangers. We're like, strangers, look at this yes. person struggling. Let's go in and take their picture and, like, turn it into something. Right, because there's no consequences. We're hiding behind the internet. Exactly. And I think I think that, like, what I wish and would hope would happen is that somebody would have enough empathy or at least be an empath in, like, a certain degree to, like, realize that this exploitation is, like, harming other people, specifically black women in this mm-hmm. instance. But, like, even with the Bryson Tiller thing, it's, like, music artists go through. We, go like, through. What do we do? We went to the um, Friends, uh, ooh, Friends on podcast, mm-hmm. and then they were talking about it when they came to Seattle. And, like, Fran was talking about how, like, music, like, artists are exploited by their p- producers to keep producing more music right. when they could literally just get help. I mean, you like, see it all the time. It happens all the this time. This is, like, that's, like, yeah, that, that. But people are exploited <laughs> in so many ways in that regard, just to like, just to meet the bottom line, like just to right. And I don't really, like, I don't really, I don't understand, like, how have we gotten this far? Like, what are we? 
But it's like <laughs> so what real. Is, what are we doing? What are we doing as a people? This is like, let's just, let's tackle that today. <laughs> let's like, let's really break let's, down. Let's actually solve this problem because. <laughs> I don't think that we have answers, but I don't think that like the largest society of capitalism, like the, that you're deathly afraid of. <laughs> Seriously, because it'll take us all out, (laughs) whether or not we think we (laughs) can fight it. Mm -mm. I cannot. I cannot. It's wild, wild. but it is what it is for now. For now. We can figure it out. We can really, I mean, between me as a social worker Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you as a communication specialist. Truly. I feel like we could come in with an answer. I think that we could start a whole campaign. (laughs) Are we going to become... Elected I would officials? like to. I could support you in your journey <laughs> to be an elected official. I don't think anybody is ready for me to be an elected official, and certainly not me, <laughs> and certainly not me, because I'm just not ready to change up any any part of my lifestyle. That's and real. I know that that is something that it would require. It would be required for me to change up a lot of my lifestyle. If you're my close friends on my Instagram, mm. y'all would know how much I post of the things that I'm like, this is exactly what I want to be able to do as a president, but no, I can't. <laughs> right. I mean, if you're my close friend on Instagram, you know that I wouldn't be getting away with <laughs> anything as an elected official. People would us. blow it wide open. Blow it wide open. Nobody would be shocked, but everybody would know. <laughs> it's a wild time in the neighborhood. It's a wild time, but... um. Like, are, are there other things we want to dig in in this meme space? Like, I still know. I mean, like, because I kind of, I'm kind of curious. Like, you know, like, you saw this meme, <laughs> and like, what motivated you to be like, we need to, dis- we need to discuss like the story behind the meme. I think it was like a combination of like the fact that it was like Black Women Equal Pay Day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that's it was just that number one. And then it was like this meme was circulating. And I was just like, is she getting paid a minimum no. wage? Like, is she getting paid a livable wage? How is she doing? How many more jobs do you think she probably has? She look fucking tired like she works at least three. Like, and these are me projecting things on her. But, like, the fact that we took that and turned it into a joke Mm -hmm. pisses me off. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I am a queer person who lives in society. I do not, I used to, but do not anymore engage, like, in sexual or romantic activity with black women. But mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. I hold them up and they're like in my like I hold them up in a way that I'm like I will go to bat for any black woman, any black trans woman, any black like femme I like femme person mm-hmm. in a way that I won't do it for other people. No, never, absolutely not. <laughs> because it's just like <laughs> y'all, different. y'all go through so much fucking shit. Mm-hmm. And like I have a lot of privilege in the sense that like I can show up masculine when I want to and mm-hmm. I can like turn it off when I want to. And like that privilege has made me privy to the sense of like how much shit that y'all have to actually go through Mm -hmm. and what can I do better about it? And like the only thing I do is like by showing up the way that I can. Mm -hmm. But when social media like erupts, you can't do much because you can't control the narrative. Yeah. And I don't know, like I obviously love black women. Of course. I guess uh, you could say I was, I am one. (laughs) But like I and like and it's interesting because I have worked in very, very privileged spaces uh, for the majority of my career. Right. So like and I've been going through some shitty workplace environment shit like it's horrible. So like at the end of the day, it's like, God, I just made it through. And so like I'm thinking about like black women doing like um, like uh, service work like that kind Mm -hmm. of 
Like, you have no control over your environment at all. Whatsoever. You get the worst people in the world. You get the best people in the world, hopefully, sometimes. You get the in betweens, but you just get a lot of shit. And so you get a lot of people already harassing you for just you showing up to do your job. Just so that you can hopefully pay some bills. Like, especially in those, in those, in like the service industry, like, especially at a place like Popeyes, like fast food chains, mm-hmm. like, you just aren't getting paid enough. And so, like, I don't know. Like, it really bothers me that that's the black woman that is being exploited, probably more so than any, is, like, a black woman who's in in these, like, service industries. Exactly. Um, and more public-facing. Exactly. Because they have to be. It's not because they choose to be, right? And so, yeah, it's, it's like, for me, I'm like, oh, wow, like, oh, this week was really hard. But it's, like, I don't even, like, understand what hard is until I've experienced what this person has experienced. Probably. And yeah, it breaks my heart because I don't, there aren't enough people who are like taking a step back and thinking about that mm-hmm. and thinking about like how miserable it would be to work at Popeye's on that day because of that kind of demand. Like, exactly. Because of that kind of demand. In general, working at a corporation sucks. In general, working at like a fast food like chain would suck just because there's so many there's so many factors that would suck about that and then on that day <laughs> and then we're gonna like take this photo without that person's permission mm-hmm. and make a joke and make it go viral and it's like did they not already like you could already tell they had a shitty enough day so now you're gonna make it like this is I mean like memes like <laughs> They go. They last a long time. They're so. They come back even God. when they die. They come back. I think about like, and this is a this is like such a long lineage of like black people like just being memed because people find it hilarious. Like, oh yeah, I'm thinking about like the um, I ain't got time for that woman. Like, she's from Oklahoma. She's from Tulsa. Like, ironically, and she like. Got, like she has several commercials mm-hmm. where she's like talking about her like teeth and she's like, I ain't got time for cavities. Like it's like your whole entire life now mm-hmm. is based off this yeah. one moment that happened in time and you can't ever escape that. No. You won't. You won't be able to escape that. Like, and the thing is, like, she's very nondescript. Like you won't know who she is. Right. But she knows who she is. Yeah. And if she's not getting paid for this picture, I'm gonna be pissed. Like, there's right. so many things that we do. And we don't pay people for all the fucking time. All the time. And, so, and we could dedicate an entire episode to that, and we probably should. Yeah, that's probably there's like a lot the agenda. of labor in so many spaces where people are not compensated for. I mean, even just like use. Oh, damn. <laughs> like, black women just get used in so many ways and don't get paid. Like, just using our photos in general, not even All a the meme. Time. Our photos. Do you know how many photos people have asked me to be in just so they could probably hit their diversity quotient? <sighs> so many. So, I get asked to be in photos all the time, and I know I'm pretty. But, like, y'all aren't taking pictures of me just because I'm pretty. <laughs> like, like, that's just not, that's not what it is. And it's like, I'm not, I'm never compensated for that. Mm. Black women, people, black women get their photos taken of them without their consent and then used for those reasons and never get compensated and then maybe stumble upon it. Uh, like, all of the uh, time. All of the time. Our friends go through that. Did you see that photo? Of what? Of what? Of, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I, like, because we can get, like, permission to talk to this, uh, about this we'll person. We'll talk about it after. But we'll talk about it after. But, like, 
you know, I can I can just not use it. But we had a close friend, or at least my one of my close friends and a friend that you know. Um, had, there was like a photo circulating for KU. I did see that shit. I was pissed. And it's just like, it wasn't even like information that was accurate. And they just took this photo of this black woman and then used it for their own gains. And I'm like, <sighs> first of all, y'all should be fact checking. I, <laughs> let me go off because let's talk about it. One, universities are the first fucking people who will do University, some shit like this. Universities are. They're institutions, and so they are also trash. They are actively <laughs> the worst because they will take a whole photo of a person yep. and weave a story and be like, this Complete is the answer. Story. It'll be a lie. Absolutely. And if the, the person then will find out about it. And then the damage control is, we're going to take the photos down. We're going to give you like a high-definition version of this photo. And then... We're not going to do anything about it. Like, we're not going to do any, like, oh, this was a mistake on our part. We're just going to give another photo that could actively still be wrong. No, no, no. Yeah, they continue. They continue to fuck up is the words I will use in the same ways over and over again without any consequence because they have a lot of money and they are just. Like institutions, like they, I don't know, they let me down every day. And like it's not, th- oh and it's just like, it's just like you'd think eventually, you know, in a place of education, they no, might they learn <laughs> from even a mistake. Like you make a mistake. I mean, those, these are, you can't just make up a whole ass story about a photo because of what it looks like. Right. I think we all know that. We all know that. Like I don't just walk around outside, take pictures. All that does sound like social media. That's exactly what people do. Every <laughs> so I'm, day. Like, I'm like, shit, I'd be doing that. I'd just be walking around, but not of like people and then weaving stories of those people. Like, that's like a whole, I don't know. Let me even take it a step further. Because now I'm on a mood. Take I'm, it. I'm, I'm in a mood. Now I'm okay? scared. Are you ready? No. <laughs> Mission trips. Ew. When people no. go to other countries Stop that. to take pictures with children? With children who are like, they're I impoverished. This kid could Africa. have families. And it's just like oh a child who is black in the photo, literal, looks happy, looks fine, probably is in a safe and loving home. Of course. And they're just like, Africa needs me. <laughs> I don't ever want to see another photo. Of a white woman with black children ever, ever again, just in general. <laughs> I'm gonna make that just like a standard on these quote mission trips, unquote. Because you think that the divine destiny that brought y'all white asses to America in the first place is the same thing that's going to make you go to fucking Jamaica and take pictures with some kid who probably has a 401k that you don't fucking have. And, mm, I'm fine. I don't know about the 401k. I just think. <laughs> but listen. That we like, need to stop. Their wealth is all in cash. Like, we just have credit. <laughs> America's on some trip. We're like, oh, you have so much money. We have fake money. Fake money. When Africans buy homes, they put down cash. All of their cash. It's like they actually bought it and they own it. They don't just go into debt, but that's another soapbox that I won't have to do today. No. So basically what we've learned today. Chicken. And what y'all need to... <laughs> first and foremost, y'all know chicken. We do. Via <laughs> Isaac Sanders' standards. It's true. We've, we got a whole rundown. We know exactly where to get the bread with the butter. Look. Biscuits can be dry. 
But you can get good ass bread from Raisin Cane's. Impeccable. Impeccable. (laughs) So wait, like I, I don't know. It was just like it was like three words: iced tea. Impeccable. Like it was like, and I was like, I I fucks with that iced tea, and I don't even know it. Like that's how (laughs) impeccable. Oh my god! You were taking us on a journey in the eyes of Isaac Sanders at Raisin Cane's. I just feel like y'all should tag Raisin Cane's. Like, you should j- tag all the chicken joints could. so I can get the rundown. I need to be paid. Can we get... <laughs> can we do a reviews? Can we get, like, free food for reviews on these places? I think that, that we could have a YouTube channel of us reviewing food. I'll be, like, vlog. We could vlog it. Listen. I feel that'd be cute. I think that'd be cute. But more importantly, we talked about the exploitation of black women through media in general, mm. specifically social media, and how institutions, corporations, and our own fucking people, our own people, be taking black women out specifically every day. Every black fucking men, day, y'all are trash sometimes. All the time. Let's be very clear. I just feel like my friend took it where I needed to go, mm. and I do not regret. That conversation. No. <laughs> oh yes, yes. I think we honestly we did that we did that subject justice. No, we killed it. We killed it, and cue I think the, that's a wrap. I think cue, that's a wrap. Cue the music. The music, the music. music. Come on, it's going on. Interrupt now. us. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> so Nadia. Guess who made the chicken sandwich? Who made the chicken sandwich? Was Lee. it Popeyes? <laughs> he may have brought us some chicken sandwiches from Popeyes. I could see him doing that. That's a good shit friend. Like, like he would really just show up with like a whole bag of chicken. Like that's a good I, friend. Yeah, he would get us. Just like and not even just one each. Nah, like at least three. Oh, that's a friend that you need. No. That's a near dear friend to me. Let me fucking tell you. So Lee read my tarot cards. Because he's, like, been getting deep into, like, the tarot game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm supposed to be sharing this, but it's going to be a story. And so far, that shit has been precise. Wow. It's been fucking me up. I, feel like I can't be telling that. y'all what's going on because that's, like, I don't want to fuck with the spirits. Is this, like, a FaceTime or is it, like, a phone call? It was a like good a, FaceTime. I want to, I wanna like, a, like, a group FaceTime mm-hmm. where Lee reads my tarot cards and, like, we all hang out. I also have never actually spoken to Lee besides on the socials. Yeah. So that would be like a trip. It'd he, be like he's a sweetheart. He is also part of he getting gay literally podcast. Literally everything I do. He <laughs> loves us. And like because he is like the type of person who's going to support all of us. Mm-hmm. Like at the end mm-hmm. of the day, like he will go up for black people in a way that I don't think I go up for black people in. Like sometimes that. I'm I like mm, I, I don't really fuck with for, y'all. Like both of us combined, I feel like he still surpasses. Uh, all the time. So what is his podcast again? Let's Getting see. Gay. It's the one that Getting I'm gay. also like mm-hmm. co on. Mm-hmm. Co-hosting. That's what co- I on is, I co-on is fine. Yes. So anyway, he asked us, mm-hmm. when did you two realize that y'all were baddies? Oh. Was it in the womb? I will say, this is a very good question. Oh, fabulous question. Because I don't think we do enough reflecting on when we, like, you know, when did we hit that moment where it was like, Turns out I'm a hundred percent that bitch. bitch. Like, you know, we don't always we don't always think about that. Nah. Um, I certainly <laughs> listen. <laughs> I know I'm a baddie, but I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like okay. I know on occasion, 
and I'd be feeling myself, you know, when I'm drinking my wine. Yes. Or like when I'm like when you just like you just nailed a presentation and you're like, <laughs> they don't even know. Like stuff like that. It's like in those moments, I'm like, yes, yes, of course. Like this is who I am. Mm-hmm. But like low key, I mean, not even low key, <laughs> high key, my depression has me thinking that I'm not. Mm, so like I don't know. Like, I don't know if I've actually truly realized it. Because I feel like if I truly realized this about myself, then, like, I wouldn't be spending so much time, like, in anxious fits trying to mm. combat all this imposter syndrome. Fair. Like, I don't know. But I also but I also feel like I've been feeling myself pretty hard for, like, since, like, post-college. Mm-hmm. Since post-college, mm-hmm. I mean, there was, there was a depressive period where I kind of lost myself, came back, and it's just, like... At this point, I think it's because I'm like I'm tired, and I have done enough shit in general, just like done some shit where I'm like, nah, y'all don't compare to me. And maybe it's because <laughs> I've gone on enough dates, I've hung out with enough people, I've made enough friends where I'm like, yeah, I'm one of the top bitches. Mm-hmm. Like I'm on the upper echelon. Yeah, baby, baby, yeah. Like people are one day, people are gonna be like Illuminati, and I'm gonna be like, no, I can't afford this. A big. <laughs> like I'll be like, no, it seems like I should be. Of course. But finances are a different story. And so I feel like, like, I don't know, like, I guess maybe if I was going to try to answer the question, I would say sometime, like, I don't know, maybe like before I moved to Seattle, probably when I was going through my phase where I was in bands in Lawrence, Kansas. Of course. So, like, I was singing, and at the beginning of it, I was like, what do I have to do in a band? And then, like, towards the end of it, I was on stage, like... Feeling like I was the queen of the world and, of and the power went to my head, you know? I definitely think there was a moment, <laughs> we're gonna get cut off soon. I feel like you looked over, like you're like, stop it. But I, I also feel like there was a moment, and I was just talking to Kia about this because Kia traveled to Ghana recently. And when I went to Senegal, and that was my first time in West Africa, and like literal everyone there was like worshiping me for all kinds of problematic reasons, I there was a point where I was like, shit, you the baddest. Like, okay. you are. And they can see it. Like, America needs to catch up. Mm-hmm. Because, like, your people can see it. Yeah. And in that moment, I was like, oh, shit, that's a game changer. And since then, I've been in a different place. I've had some, like, self-esteem like I never had before since that trip. So I would say that's, if I could narrow it down, it would be that trip, my study abroad program in Senegal. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I didn't know. Now I know. Mm-hmm. Shit's changed. That's real. So I feel the same thing. Like, I want to ditto everything you just said, like, especially about the imposter syndrome. Like, I don't feel like the baddest all the time. Mm -mm. But when I do feel about, like, I'm the baddest, it's like, so let's, let's, like, go down memory lane with Isaac. Let's do it. I got a fat ass. Now. I've had it. (laughs) It's been there. I just feel like we didn't, we didn't know. Nobody knew. We didn't know. It's How could there, we? Though. How could we? Nobody would have done. <laughs> the only people who would have known is the people I would have hooked up with and my man. And that's about it. My man's. My man's. And those people know, right? Right? Yeah, absolutely. They actively know. Mm-hmm. And so now I was like, mm, let me just like let me just tell the world. Let me just tell the world. Like, let me just throw it out there. It was time. It was about the time. We were waiting. And everybody was like, <laughs> they were like, you've been hiding that in your tight ass jeans. Was, I'm like, they tight jeans. There there was audible. Yes. Reactions. Gasps. To the photo. The photo. That was released. And it was released. 
It's like Kim K releasing the booty picture of her with like little shot glass and like that whole type thing. That that was paper. That was paper. Paper magazine. Paper magazine. That was a full ass published magazine. But yes, it was a very similar scenario. It was a very similar scenario (laughs) where we were all like, "Oh, so Isaac's just about to break the internet (laughs) with his fat ass." And that was like a key moment, but I think very much. You're like that was definitely a milestone. That was a milestone in the baddie journey. It was. It was a peak in a valley. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. It was, it was a peak in a valley. Mm. But I think when I came out was with the moment where I was like, y'all can't tell me fucking shit. That's a good I moment. suck dick I like and I'm that. a bad bitch. Like, let's get into it. Tell them. I just feel like everybody <laughs> should have those moments, you know? I suck dick I and I'm a bad bitch. I want everybody to have those moments. I feel like, yeah, like... <laughs> It's the little things, like a fat ass. <laughs> the thing is, like, people be knowing mm-hmm. that I've had one since forever. I can't hide this in jeans. <laughs> I'd be, like, trying to suck it up. I forget. I put on jeans, and I'm, like, shopping with someone else, and someone else is like, dead ass. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I keep thinking, like, if I put on dark jeans. It's going <laughs> like, to fix it. People won't see it. Nah. That ain't true. But, like, we all have to have those moments. What, whatever it is. It might not be a fat ass. We might not all be lucky like that. Mm-hmm. but. I don't know. Like, everybody is, like, a baddie in a, in a type of way. Of course. You got to find your type of way, right? And then once you find that type of way, you got to tell everybody. <laughs> you got to brag about it. I'm a big fan about bragging about yourself because, like, people think, like, oh, it's arrogance. It's not arrogance. It's not arrogance. It's literally keeping yourself fucking alive. Keep it Let's alive. talk about it. Lizzo said in her Tiny Desk concert, tell us. if you can love me, yeah. then you can love yourself. And Lizzo is out here really loving the fuck out of herself. She loves herself. And we need to be very clear about that. Like, she's literally, like, right now, as we are speaking, Mm. the VMAs are playing. Are you serious? Yes. Damn, I am so disconnected. And right now, at this moment, like, because the VMAs play, like, two hours later than everywhere else because, like, of how, like, time. Time zones are different. You know, and probably going to replay a lot. But Lizzo actively made a full fat ass behind her while she was singing a medley of her fucking songs. I want that to be me next. Because that is a big ass mood. That's how you know you a baddie. It's a literal big ass mood. It's a literal big ass mood. Because you are making space for yourself, making space for people to love yourself. Yeah. And the thing is, if you can love people who are already doing that, you can love your fucking self. You can. So go the fuck off. Post a nude. Tell these hoes that your booty is fat. Tell these, bo- tell these hoes your titties is fat. Take all them pictures. I be taking selfies every day. I don't post all of them. Y'all get to see some of the highlights. Right. And you're very blessed. Of course. But I be taking selfies every day because I'm just trying to remind myself, like, ooh, you something to look at. Of course. Like, sometimes I be taking these selfies and I'm like, damn, like, I don't even feel like people are appreciating these as much as they should. Of course. Um, Because nobody's going to appreciate my selfies more than me. Trust. <laughs> no one. Even if you think you might be appreciating more than me, you not. You got to do that. You got to hype yourself. You got to like, and I think maybe like, I think like conceptually mm-hmm. thinking about like when we realize we were baddies. I think it's just like, 
when you stop fucking caring, of course, what other people think or feel or will say about your actions and your appearance and like your presence and your personality, like I don't know, I don't know when this happened. My family actually is confused about it too because they were just like, after some point, you just like stop giving a fuck about other people and like what they think. And truly, I spend very little time. Like I still spend a little time on the anxious days, but still a very, very insignificant portion of my fucks on how other people. Like feel about me. I really right. don't. I really don't care. I really care about how I feel about me, and I need to work on that. But I don't care about other people. if somebody tells me something about myself. I'm just like, and so that was your perspective. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We all have different perspectives. Like I just, I really, <laughs> I really just got because like who has the time? Nobody has the time. No one. And that's the thing. So Beyonce was talking about me, myself, and I, and that's <laughs> where I stay. <laughs> And if you don't stay there, and of course, like, you have those moments where, like, somebody you care about significantly, it, like, tears you down. Or it says something about sure, you. Sure, of course. You're going to feel bad about it. You have me and fucking Nadia to reach out to, to be like, this person said X, Y, and Z about me, and we will boost the fuck out of you. Yeah, and we'll burn that person down to the ground. And we'll also kill them. Burn them down to the ground. I'm sorry. I'd be really threatening people's lives. Listen, burning them to the ground and killing them. Well, it's synonymous in a different. <laughs> but also, we can't be just be like. We're not trying that, to do like, that. We don't endorse we don't violence do on no, this we podcast. We actually are very much anti violence. We are here to protect you. Yeah, we got your ass. And so you take that the way you need to take it. And we you got take your it. fat ass. We got <laughs> yes, it. We, we got it. And we're going to keep it tight. And speaking of keeping it tight, we got to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Nadia. Hey, Isaac. It's my favorite part of the episode. Is it time for Can I Get a To Go Late? Yes, To Go Late. <laughs> because Which we embrace new... typos here. <laughs> I think that we should have a t-shirt brand of typos. Oh, we should. That'd be so cute. Because fuck grammar. And you heard yeah. it here first. <laughs> <laughs> grammar is built by white supremacy to it's hold a... people of color down. It's because we have standard. been fucking up grammar our whole entire lives, creating terms and words that have made rap music what it is today. I am on a political rant. <laughs> Listen... A bitch is an editor, and I fucking don't even care that much about grammar. I be making shit real tight. (laughs) But if you're going to send me something that has all kinds of mistakes, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I think we all are here out here just, like, trying to speak the language that we know and that we, you know, sometimes have problems with. And struggle with. And we just communicate the best way we can, and we're going to do that. Of course. So, anyways, can we get a to-go late? Can we get a to-go late? It's time. It's time. Let's talk about Daniel. Of course, Daniel is out here serving looks. As always. This is actually a fact. Like, I think there has not been one day that I've came into this space Mm. where Daniel is not giving me something that I am literally going to go to work to in the next day in. Maybe not the bold lips. I feel like some of the outfits are a little bit controversial for me. I may or may not have worn a harness at work. I don't think that's a problem. I don't know if I was I was going giving there. a look. There were definitely, like, I feel like we talked about, like, a Ronald McDonald kind of color scheme that I don't think I'm bold enough to rock yet. I'm just letting you know that clown makeup is in right now. I'm not doing that. But if that's you because give, I, don't like, a wear, good I don't wear eyeliner. Girl, we can talk about it. We'll, we'll go out in clown makeup one day. Point is, once again, Daniel has shocked even us. Yes. Um, unexpected is a word that comes to mind. Iconic is a word that comes to mind. But also, 
business professional. Daniel really showed up here in a look mm-hmm. that I think I would wear to work. He has. I think on I would too. I think I would too. A very nice plaid shirt. But mm-hmm. plaid, not like in like lumberjack plaid. No, that's like flannel. Like flannel. It's like a plaid, but it's dress shirt. Mm-hmm. Probably from Express, maybe Zara. It looks it looks more Express than Zara, but we cannot confirm. We did not shop. We don't with know. Him. We don't. This know. is just what we can see we with our very own eyes. Blazer. Yes, absolutely. Cute. What is stunning? Um, tell me a little bit about the color colors. scheme: pink and blue and white. Whew. That happened very quickly. Yes, he's giving us all genders: pink, blue, white. This man cannot be put in a box. Not at all. In fact, I feel a little bit disturbed by the fact that I just said this man. Mm. Who knows? We don't know. Who knows? We're assuming things. I and, I and I feel bad about it. Yeah. But this person has a really beautiful color scheme going on. Right. So it's like this shirt. Mm-hmm. Pink, blue, and white. Yes. Buttons. Collared. Collared. Very crisp. crisp. Very crisp. Probably has like in the like little spot where you're supposed to like pop it up. Yeah. Has like little sticks in it to yeah. keep it popped. Iconic. Keep it popped. Keep it popped. Button down. Nice tie. Off. The tie, also blue, pink, and white. Also. But it's not striped. Mm-mm. It's not anything that goes against the plaid coloring. Absolutely not. Blazer itself, pink. It's a bold pink. It's a bold pink. It's very vibrant. Like, I can feel it from here. Like, Janelle Monet's pink oh. started playing. As we walked into the studio and looked over at Daniel, because we, you know, like, the thing is, we only have a view from the studio. Of course. Daniel is sitting down. We can only see the business professional from the top. We got this bold ass pink. Janelle is singing to us. Of course. And I don't know. I'm just feeling like, I feel like Daniel's out here for all the femmes. All the femmes. Just out here. Serving. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, we're minding our business. We're having a conversation. Just Nadia minding. earlier mentioned how we were about to get cut off by the booth. Yes, we were. It's because Daniel stood up. Stood up and revealed the second part of this look. Let me tell you what happened. Okay. <laughs> Pink was inspiring to Daniel. Yeah. Daniel clearly was in love with the pussy pants. Absolutely. I Those think that things... Daniel might have been spending some time watching that music video this past weekend. I think that might be a part of it. It might have been a little small yeah. smidgen. Just like some, some inspiration, some inspo. And it's the next thing we it. know, we're like, whoa, those are the pants from the video. I think that Daniel might have gotten them on eBay. May or may not have gotten them from Janelle Monet herself. Like Janelle's so wet are in those pants because you know she'd be dancing hard. She dances <laughs> real hard. Yeah, she's And she was in the desert when she was doing that music video. So she was hot. That sun beaming down on her and them pants. Mm. And now on Daniel's body, probably unwashed. Daniel is about authenticity. Authenticity. That's what I tried to say. Yeah, but I had to say it slower because I had to process it different. <laughs> very, very, very real. So Daniel is out here mm-hmm. giving us business, business casual with a smidgen yes. of Janelle Monet. I mean, I don't know. Once you put those pants on, it's more than a smidgen. Mm. It's a heavy serving. Heavy serving. And that's, that's good because we've got our to-go plates ready. Yeah. And I'm hungry. Girl, same. So... With that all being said. Wait. But most importantly understood. I feel like you didn't bring up something that Daniel was trying to show us. Like I I was I almost choked earlier because Daniel actually 
stuck their leg up in the air, and I saw some stiletto pumps in the the club. club. Yes! And I was like, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Plaid shirt, pink blazer. We got some pink, like pink from the music video, inspired pants from Janelle Monae, and these bomb-ass hot pink stilettos. Four inches tall. Come on, four. Pointy heel. It's not chunky, bitch. Nope. They're not trying to walk around and be comfortable. They're this is a look. They're balancing on these hoes. Balancing. This is a look. Giving you harmony. A little peep toe. Ooh. What's the color? Of the, what's the color of the toe? What's the color of the toe? It's pink too. Ah! We love it. We got it. We got a look. It was like it's like honestly, it's like they brought it all together for this one look. Like you know, tomorrow Daniel's gonna change it up again. Probably go to the nail salon just outside, get a different color going for whatever look that they're gonna bring tomorrow. I just can't. Mm. It's like the work and the detail that goes into this. It's almost like Daniel does it for us. Honestly, I wasn't going to say it, but I think that is what the truth is. It is what it is. And uh, we have to speak the truth here on the table pod. It is we the only to. truth that we speak. <laughs> it's the truth. We gave you facts. No from printer. F- f- no <laughs> fucking printer. No printer. Not even a fax machine, bitch. <laughs> bitch, we don't have one of those. Yeah. It's 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody be faxing shit no more. Use email. Speaking of faxing... <laughs> Shout out to my housemates. They're like, do they have a fax machine? No, but we had to fax some materials over to somebody, and I had to like take it on my phone because you can get PDFs on your phone Mm -hmm. if you get like a little app. Mm -hmm. It's real cute. Mm -hmm. But shout out to Leslie and E. I love them. I love them too. I fucking love them too. (laughs) I just feel like they're not my roommates, and I fucking love them. Um, Obviously, we've moved into flowers. Yeah, and I would like to give some flowers to my roommate. Ms. Nakia Washington. Come on, full government name. And you know what's crazy about Ms. Nakia Washington is that somehow when I'm like, I'm going out, I'm networking, I'm talking to all my friends, talking to new people because I have a new job. And like, she always comes into conversation naturally. And I'm just like, oh yeah, you know, these are the things, you know, she does. I feel like I'm always talking her up. And then like the person I'm talking to is like, give me her contact. And I'm like, yes, let me, let me talk up my roommate. She's amazing. She's the best. Everybody should know her. And what I love about Kia is that like she wants to know everybody. So like you like come home and you're like, oh, one of my, you know, colleagues wants to talk to you. And she's like so excited to welcome an experience of like getting to know another human. And I think we all learn from that because sometimes I'm tired and I just don't want to meet somebody new. In fact, that's more often than not. But like Kia is always like, let me welcome this experience. Let me see like what kind of connection I can make. Let me see if I can further this person's career. Let me see if I can like find some support where I need it. Like she's always looking for those opportunities. And that kind of energy like really motivates me. Like it really has been super healthy for my mental health. And so Mm -hmm. I just like, I love my roommate. I love my roommate. And y'all should too. Of course, that's y'all the have end to get into Kia. Follow Kia on like social media. Like, feel, like Kia literally be giving us philanthropy gems. Black philanthropy gems. Black philanthropy gems. And I think that like all of y'all should like really track like what she's talking about because it makes a lot of sense. It does, and it is like really really helpful in the grand scheme of like what philanthropy needs to look like and how it should support like Black folks mm-hmm. specifically. Yes. And you'll, um, you know, if you, and if you follow me on social media, like me and Kia live in a black and bougie home now. Of course. That is what it's called. And you probably will see her in some of my vlogs. 
because, God, our place gets really good lighting. It gets really bomb lighting. I like to go over there sometimes. <laughs> yes. And it's just like what the day that we saw the place was a rainy day. And there was so much light that came into our apartment. And we were like, if we could feel this much light on the rainy days, which is like six to seven months out of the year, we'd be good. Yeah. This is the place. So if you're in Seattle and you need to thrive on a rainy day, you hit me up. You come to the Black and Bougie home. Black and Bougie home. Hosted by Nadia and Nakia. We have the same number of letters in our names and they both end with Ia. Love that. I love that so much. That's it. I don't want to give flowers to anybody else. I'm done. And when you're like (laughs) done at a Black and Bougie home... You can come and kick it out. Very close to Isaac's place as well. (laughs) Then we got to go. It's going to be like we're going to be home like hopping. You can home hopping. Homie hoppers. Homie hoppers. Homie hoppers. But we're really talking about homes. (laughs) We're hopping with the homies. We're hopping with the homies. It's not the other term, which like a lot of people use to like shame like people from like living their best lives and having like sexual escapades with like a group of friends. I I think that's the easiest way that you can do that shit. I didn't even realize that. Anyway, that's the point. But we're not going to do it. Okay, but we're done. We're done. (laughs) Like, this is it. I feel like we did what we needed to do. We gave the flowers to the black people who deserved it. And (laughs) we're out here thriving, you know, not sleeping very much and still making it work. Being very successful. So successful. Like, we, there's so many things that we could talk about, but these are things in the making. In the making. But for now, you can continue to listen to us on all listening platforms. Mm-hmm. You can also reach out to us at thetablepod.nope. Thetablepod at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on all the social medias at the underscore table underscore pod. And also, at the same exact time, you can, like, reach out to us and hang out with us because we have our own social media accounts that you already know about because you should be already following us. Slide into our DMs. You will not regret it. Of course. It'll be an experience, like, you couldn't imagine. Just ask our dear friend, Lee who is constantly sliding into my DM, and I literally look forward to it. It's, it's I wait for it, okay? Like, it's like, it's about to be your time if you do it, but also send us some listener questions. Oh, yes, That was course. a really good question. It got us to have a good conversation. I And the thing it. is, like, you can always send us listener questions. We'll, like, keep a database of them. We'll always answer them. Mm-hmm. We love y'all. We do this for the people. And also, I got a piece, so we got to go. All right, and I got to eat some chicken. All right, bye. Bye, bitch.